Welcome to the Dear Single Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence. Come on in. Let's have some good old mom chat where we will laugh, cry, and maybe even sing together. In this podcast, we will be discussing dating God's way, sex, yes, even sex, and how to abstain while single, entrepreneurship, co-parenting, and many other topics. So let's jump right in. back to another episode of Dear Single Mom. I am your host, Clarion Brown, and I'm super duper excited to be back with you guys. It's been about two weeks. Like, what's been going on with y'all? Like, how y'all doing? Like, one thing I love that Pastor Sarah Jake says, she says, I'm drinking my water and minding my business. Have y'all been drinking y'all water and minding y'all business? I love that she says that. It's hilarious to me, but y'all good? I pray that y'all are good out there. Today, I have a special guest, super special guest with me today, and I'm super excited about it. Um, As I always say with every episode, um, I don't do these episodes just for you guys. I, too, learn, too. I, too, have my notepad out ready and prepared to take notes as well. So today, we're going to be talking to... Miss Courtney N. Williams. And Miss Courtney N. Williams is a working mom, a wife, a bonus mom, an entrepreneur, and a social media influencer. Although she's been in the marketing marketing industry for over nine years now, her true passion is helping other women walk in their God-given purpose. She's been able to share her journey from single motherhood a blended family life with women all over the world. She's built a lifestyle brand centered around her family, relationships, faith, fashion, and so much more. Her ultimate goal in life is to show others, no matter what unexpected twists and turns come about in life, you can still have the life you've always dreamed of. Very much so. Ladies, help me give a virtual welcome to Miss Courtney Williams. How are you, Courtney? Hey, hey guys. I'm so excited to be here and to chat with you and to share. So thanks so much for having me. No, thank you so much for coming on. We're super duper excited to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So I'm just going to open us up in a word of prayer. And then we're just going to go from there because I'm ready to learn. Okay, sounds cool. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity, God. I thank you for giving me this platform to glorify your name for your glory. Oh, God, I don't take it lightly or casually. Oh, God, Holy Spirit, may you rain down on this podcast like never before. May you give me the questions and may you put the words in our mouths, Almighty God. And may it bless lives all over the world right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God. Thank you for connecting us together, Almighty God, and thank you for continuing to bless us 
right now, oh God, I speak a blessing over Courtney, over her family, oh God, may you give her the wisdom and moving forward in her life right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, may she experience your favor like never before in this season in her life, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, Courtney, so you you went from singlehood to a blended family. Yeah. You're a married woman now. <laughs> right. Like, what is your story? What's your testimony? Tell us, please share with us. Of course. So, just a little um, backstory. Like you said, I was a single mom. I became a single mom at 24. Um, I had just graduated college about a year and a half before that. Um, I was just, you know, getting my quote unquote life started, at least post-college life started. You know, I had my first quote unquote real job. I was living with the roommate, my girlfriend at the time, and we were just like living life. <laughs> Didn't have any real responsibilities. Um, you know, had some decent money. So we were, you know, going to brunch and just having yeah. fun. Um, and really didn't have any plans on starting a family or having a kid or anything like that. And then even to take it further back from that, my mom was a single mom. And um, one of the things I always told myself is that's just not the situation that I wanted for me or my kids, just for me coming from that situation. My mom was an amazing mom. She worked super hard to give me and my sister um, a great life. And just so we didn't feel the effects of a single mom, but I just saw how much more she had to do from working two jobs so that way we could be in things like dance and drill team and travel the world and stuff like that. But I just saw how much more sacrifice had to go into that. So um, I just knew that that wasn't what I wanted for my life and my story and my kids. Um, And then in 2012, I found myself in that exact predicament. I was in an in an on and off again long term relationship from a guy that I had dated throughout my um, whole entire college journey, and I found myself pregnant, um, unwed. And then it was just a spiral of things that had happened after that. Like I ended up getting laid off from my first job. And so I kind of went from the mountaintop, like I said, just graduating college, living life in this new city. I was from a small town. And so after college, I had moved to Houston. So it was a bigger city, just having fun to just a year later, finding myself in this predicament that I did not plan for so it was definitely um a tough time in my life I will say it drew me closer to God um I found a church here in Houston because like I said I wasn't from here so I found a church I visited with a girlfriend of mine I ended up really liking the church and just connecting and feeling at home and so I officially joined the church um I just felt welcome with open arms although I was you know, walking in there pregnant and unwed every Sunday, but I just felt welcome with open arms. Um, you know, I just felt grace. I felt the love. I felt the family. Um, and from wow. that point on, I just started strengthening my relationship in Christ, realizing that although, you know, mistakes come up in life, twists and turns that we didn't expect, 
doesn't mean that we're out of the will of God or that his hand is off of us. And so I just feel my right. confidence again. I broke off that relationship because it was just weighing me down and wasn't going in a direction that I wanted it to go into. Um, and I just had to prepare for my baby girl, my first baby girl that was on the way. And I told myself, you know, that God will see us through. And he did. I ended up getting a job at nine months pregnant, which is unheard of, right? Like, right, right. A nine-month <laughs> pregnant person that's going to have to go out for a couple of weeks. And so I ended up getting a job. They were they were fine with me taking six weeks off and starting after that. So I just saw God's hand like a oh, wow. child through the whole process. I ended up getting my own apartment because I didn't want to like weigh my roommate down with a baby and she was still living life. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to get a job, get my own apartment. And honestly, you know, things we haven't looked back since. Like God has just really taken care of me and my daughter from that point on. And like you said, now I'm married. I've been married five years this upcoming January. Um, I went through a phase of like, you know, kind of making a relationship and a marriage an idol. And I, I call it my quote unquote like desperate phase where I was just like giving any guy the time of day because I still, although I got to the point where I was content with just me and my daughter and making sure that we were okay, I still desired a godly marriage um, and, you know, just a family to raise my child with. And so, Finally, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to make an idol out of being in a relationship, being in a marriage. I'm fine with just being on my own. And then that's when my husband came along. Um, he ended up, we actually, funny enough, met through Instagram, quote unquote. Well, he oh, like, oh, wow. Yeah. So he slid in a deal. I know, exactly. <laughs> yes, he reached out through Instagram. We went on a first date. Um the very next week after he reached out he had already had a child as well so he had a son and I had my daughter um and then it was history since our first date things moved fairly quickly I believe we got we made it official three months after our first date that we were exclusively dating with a purpose um and then I believe we got engaged nine months after that and then married seven months after that. So yeah, here we are five years later, we've added two babies to the family. So now we're a big blended family of six. Wow. Praise God. That's a beautiful, beautiful story just to um, hear and just like to point out some key points that you said Um, I have maybe heard of about just in this past year or two years or so that a lot of married couples have found each other through social media and so I think that there's this stigma that like oh well my maid has to come from or meet me at church and that church is not a bad thing I'm not right. saying finding your spouse is a bad thing but don't get so caught up in the hype of just I guess so, in so many words be open minded 
to how your mate can find you um in a sense because yeah i've heard of a lot and a lot of people that i know are married and they found each other through social media he slid in the dms um so just you know like ladies like don't limit guy to that and then one thing that she said and that she even emphasized in her voice was they dated with a purpose right yeah for sure with a purpose like so like so what does that mean to date with a purpose like for a single mom that's listening that's like well I'm just dating but I don't know what it means to date with a purpose right um it really just means that both parties both individuals are on the same page with the long-term goals of the situation like I knew for me I personally wanted to get married it was a desire of mine um and I wanted a godly spouse as well who desired that as well and so I tell people all the time like I let my now husband know up front I even had girlfriends that were like girl like don't lay it on too thick you don't want to scare him away and I'm just like well I don't want to scare him away now and then waste a bunch of time and then it ends up not working out anyway. So I let him know up front, like, don't waste my time. Before we had started courting, um, there was a few situationships that I call it that I was in where the guy talked a good talk, but his actions didn't back it up. And so um, there was just a bunch of time wasted and a lot of feelings and emotions involved that didn't even have to go there if we were both on the same page and so I was um very intentional about letting Brian my now husband know from jump like if you're not trying to get married if you don't want a family like if this isn't something that you see yourself doing and um you know the future then don't waste my time and I'm fine with that you know I can respect you being honest but you know, I have a child involved and I just don't want to wait for him. And so, yeah, I just let him know that from jump and he communicated that he was on the same page. And then so at that point, we both knew where things were going. So there was a purpose behind it. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, let him know in the beginning. Right. You know, you don't have to lay out your whole plan. Well, I want to get married in six months. You got to make sure you marry me in six right. months. Um, you know, you don't have to be like that. No, you should not feel like you're dragging him to the altar either. So, right. <laughs> yeah, um, a balance and a happy medium, you know. And I just feel like it, it's not even something that you have to say over and over. Like I told him that from the jump. He communicated that he was on the same page and then from there I had to just be patient and then also just in tune with the Holy Spirit to make sure that I had peace about it and that his actions were backing up his words but it's not something that I had to like beg or nag him for every day either right see praise God see a man of God is going to do absolutely that you're not going to have to constantly remind him and say hey my ring's still bad you're not going to have to do that he knows and he's going to be intentional about pursuing you because one thing that she said was that they made it official three months into dating then I think you said like seven or eight months later you guys were engaged right exactly 
And then seven months later, you guys were married. Exactly. He was not playing. Not playing at all. He was not playing. And so he, me, I believe that even with just having conversations with like some of my guy friends who are men of God, and even some who are not, you know, um, men of God yet. Um, well, they're still men of God, but they're just not completely saved. Right. They all have said the same thing. I know. Right. Within a few weeks, within a few months, I know if this is going to be the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. And it's been like that across the board with all of my guy friends whom I speak mm-hmm. to. And I'm like, so yeah, you can't tell me that a man doesn't. Right. Have. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, I believe that 100% as well because he was in a really a long term relationship before that. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that just like no shade towards that situation um but it, right it right, wasn't yeah. meant to be but um he was in a long-term situation before that where you know it didn't work out but then we ended up courting and then you know just immediately he knew so i just say that to her, like right. you said like when a guy knows they know Right, yeah, absolutely. So, ladies, if you listen to this, and it's been about two, three years, and he ain't mentioned nothing about marriage, um, I'm gonna just keep it 100. As you guys know, I do cut it off. Right. Point blank. Period. Cut it off. I, I don't believe in this. You know, now everybody's situation is different, but these four or five year relationships—that's ridiculous. Let's let's be real. You're worth so much more than that, especially if no intentions or if he hasn't verbally expressed that to you. It's time to cut him off, sis. It's time to go. Spend some time with just you and God and let that brother go. Right. I agree. So, as I was saying, like you said, you know, situations are different. You know, I have girlfriends who let's say they're dating guys but they're both still in school or they're both still in different states yeah but i i I firmly believe like if god gave you the checking your spirit that this is it because we are long distance our whole entire courtship he lives in a different completely different state than me oh wow he proposed Mm -hmm. we were still long distance and he didn't even have a job lined up in houston and part of me was like, is this crazy? Like that we're engaged, yeah. we're long distance, we're in two different states. We really don't know how this is going to work out. He doesn't have a job lined up here, but we both just felt it in our spirit that this is a God thing. It was meant to be and um, he will see it through. And he did. So like you basically were saying, um, you know, it'll all work out. I don't think people need to use all these excuses to prolong it. Just be obedient mm-hmm. and then God will work everything else out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely totally believe in that. So just like to mention or kind of like tell us about like, so like when you guys were dating, you guys knew, you know, hey, this is a God thing. What boundaries did you set up with yourself and even with your daughter to be like, hey, this is what it is. This is what it's going to be. This is what it's not going to be. What are some boundaries that you set up and made very clear to him while you guys were courting? Right. Yeah. Um, There was different boundaries. There was some just within our own relationship because we were both believers. Like I said, we both had come from two long-term relationships where 
although we were both believers, we were both raised in the church, somehow we kind of found ourselves um, just going wayward off of that path. And that's how we both yeah. found ourselves, you know, with our kids. Um, so we were determined with each other, like God gave us a second chance to do it his way. Like we want to try our absolute hardest to court in a godly way we weren't perfect we made mistakes but we both were just trying our hardest so there were boundaries that we had to set up just within just us to our relationship as far as like trying to resist temptation um one thing that helped with us like is the long distance so we may have saw each other once or twice a month so i'd say that helped a lot um And it forced us to really just communicate, to get to know one another on a different level than just a physical Mm -hmm. level or just because we have Mm -hmm. a good time together and we have fun together in person. But no, it forced us to get to know each other on a different level that was just based solely from communication, which was good. Um, But then, like you said, even with my daughter, um, while I was dating as a single mom, I was very like I didn't play when it comes to like I'm not just bringing anybody around my daughter I don't want to have a whole bunch of guys in and out of her life so there was not a lot of guys that met her at all and even with my now husband um you know like I said I told him up front like I have a child involved in the situation so I'm not trying to play any games so he didn't meet her until we had had the discussion that we're exclusively dating with the purpose and that we knew where this was going. Um, And so that was a couple of months into the relationship, but there was just a lot of boundaries that I had around her to protect her as her mom, because I tell people all the time when I'm like speaking about our blended family, like these kids didn't sign up for this situation. It's a situation that we as the parents and the adults put them in. So we have a job and a responsibility to protect them and um, their emotions and their mental state and all of that when it comes to these situations. So um, I was just very overprotective over her even the entire time we dated. And honestly, even after we got married, that was something that we really had to work through in the beginning with our blended family is kind of like letting those walls down because I was so used to being this single mom, this independent woman, like, you know, I'm not looking for a man to take care of me and my daughter, like, I got her, and so it took a while for me to, like, turn that single mom, independent woman switch off, even once I was ready Mm -hmm. to break those walls down and allow him to really just enter her life, my daughter's life, and get to know her and truly just like look at him as a partner when it came to parenting um, as well. Wow. Okay. Good. That's good. So just within that aspect of it, so like I guess how can I ask this? Like, so to speak, so how did you break from that? Or what 
when did that light bulb go off and or when did it click like you know what okay I really can't trust him with my daughter I'm just going to release what was that moment like for you or even what led up to that moment of you just being like okay I just released we're good right you know um i wouldn't say it was like one specific moment not that i can think of uh-huh. off the top of my head it was really just his actions um him showing me that when we said i do he truly took her in as his own and that he was gonna love her as if he was if, if she was his biological child and really just to know that if I said I do to him, I took his hand um, in marriage, that I should be able to trust him with my daughter as well. So it was just a day-to-day thing. Um, each day, like those barriers broke down more and more. Um, and then just a lot of conversations that we had with him just telling me, like, Courtney, like, you don't have to be this hard you know independent woman anymore like I got you I have yeah. I have Carrington like you just have to trust me with that um and just so like a lot of conversations like that and just really with time it came so it's not something that'll happen overnight but it does eventually happen with time yeah with time so you said that that's that's really good just give yourself grace and patience and you know pray for someone that would allow you to do the same i mean because like courtney said as a single mom we have already had this barrier put up like i can do it i got it i've been by myself for a while you know what i'm saying and it's, it's it's different when you're allowing a man to come into the situation so just give yourself patience ask your spouse or your significant other Hey, just please be patient with me. Give me grace right. and be patient with me because it's going to take some time because I'm so used to doing things or being independent and doing things um, on my own. Um, but just with that being said, so you said your husband had a child as well. So how were you able to connect um, with his child and, you know, just show him that, hey, I'm ready to, you know, for our families to blend together right. and become one. Right, exactly. That was hard in the beginning as well. It was funny mm-hmm. enough. It was two different dynamics. So, like, with him trying to connect with my daughter and then me trying to connect with his son, and it was two different situations because, um, you know, of course, once we got married, he lived, Brian, my husband lived with me and my daughter. So they got to see each other on a day-to-day basis. He was able to help with school drop-offs and school picks up, pickups and take her to dance and just help me out. And they just were able to spend so much quality time together. Whereas with me and our now son, he still lived in a different state. So he was living with and originally lived which was Louisiana about six hours away from Texas Um, and so with him being school age we're not able to do let's say like every other weekend type thing we're only able to see him when he's out of school because it's about a six hour drive one way so we would spend majority of the weekend in the car trying to get him Mm -hmm. so he his visits were kind of so far and few in between that 
Um, it's like we would connect and we would get to know each other and then he would go back home and then it would be like four or five months before we saw each other again and then it was kind of like starting all over. Um, and that was in the beginning because he was still young. Like when me and my husband first started dating, our son was only three at the time. So that's still a really young child who at that age it takes them a while to get comfortable with people and get to know like new people. They're still in the stranger danger phase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as he got older and as he started to visit more, like he comes and he's here with us for the entire summer. So for eight weeks. So as he got older and he started to visit and he started to learn, like, you know, every summer I go to my dad and Courtney's house for this extended period of time. Um, our relationship just started to naturally develop, but it was hard for me just to be completely transparent in the beginning. Yeah, I kind of had this naive, I guess, like picture like, oh, he has this young son and I have this young daughter. They're only 10 months apart. It's crazy because they even look alike. Like people thought that they were brother and sister. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. Like we have this perfect little blended family. And once we say I do, we're all going to like march off into the sunset, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just going to just be that easy. And so the, those first years or so when I was like man this is work to like you know and it's just like any other relationship friendship like you have to put in the time and effort to build that trust to build that foundation um, and that was the case with our son but um, it was hard for me in the beginning like I said just because I had this whole naive mindset of how it was all going to play out and I found out very quickly that it was going to take work and but Luckily, I was willing to put in that work, and I've just seen the progress year after year. Mm, wow. Wow, that's really, really good. That's, those are some really, really good tips, and thank you for being so transparent with us. So, like, you're an entrepreneur. Like, I love that. Like, so, like, did you become an entrepreneur after you got married or while you were still um, a single mother and what led you to entrepreneurship it was actually after I got married so I tell a lot of people that your spouse is directly connected to your purpose because my business (laughs) that's a whole that's a whole word seriously because um, my business literally um, what's the word? It was created basically from my family. It was literally just for me wow. sharing my testimony, my journey of single motherhood now to a blended family, how we navigate blended family life, you know, godly marriage, um, motherhood, and all of that. Um, you know, I just started sharing in a very genuine way. I didn't even, I had no clue that it would turn into what it has turned into now. I have a marketing degree, so I always just thought that, you know, I'm like, being a business owner isn't for everyone. And I never, I never set out to be like, oh, one day I want to be my own business owner. I was always that person. I was fine with my corporate job. Like, I was content with it. Um, mm-hmm. But now the business, the family business we have now, honestly, it came 
just genuinely, I just started sharing my story and my journey through my social media platforms. I had no idea it was going to resonate with so many women around the world. And next thing I know, I just grew this audience and I just had so many women that connected with my story and my journey. So I was like, wow. And I would start to get... um a lot of the uh, same questions women would start to ask me, you know, how do you balance everything you do? Or how was dating as a single mom? Or how do you do this as a blended family? So it's like, okay, clearly, you know, people are looking for this information. So that prompted me to launch my actual blog, my actual website, um, because I'm like, there's only so much you can share in a social media caption. So I launched my website and then things have just really taken off from there. I've had the opportunity to partner with nationwide brands um, that we have used and loved for years and years and it's turned into a business. So I still have the side of it where I just genuinely share to help other women and now I have another side of it to where I'm able to make money from it. So it's just like the best of both worlds. Um, And, you know, I I highly believe that I would not be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for me saying yes to my current husband. Like, I feel like if I would have rushed ahead of God out of desperation or just settled like I wanted to do previously with guys that I knew weren't the one, I would not be doing what I am now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is just a whole, whole word. <laughs> like, right there, like, man, like, you would definitely be. Um, I believe, I don't believe that. Uh, Holy Spirit, help me. Um, I believe that there are certain things and certain people that you won't impact if you don't marry the right. right person. And you will be held accountable for that, not that person. Right. So let's just just keep that in mind, ladies, when you're dating. Um, something that she said earlier, I wanted to give a scripture. She said she felt the peace about their relationship. Right. Um, I mean, I mean there, there's nothing. If you haven't experienced the peace of God, pray and ask him to give you that. Um, there's a scripture that says in 2 Thessalonians 3, 16, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Just pray that scripture. There's another scripture that says that there's a peace that he gives that surpasses all understanding. Just pray those scriptures because I'm telling you that peace will save you from a lot of stress and a lot of heartbreak, a lot of... um craziness just i'm telling you even just not even in relationship wise it will save you from being at the wrong job um moving to the wrong place um your children going to the wrong school i mean i'm telling you there's a peace i mean it's it's beautiful a beautiful thing if you have never ever felt that please just ask god to give you that peace because i'm telling you it will save you from a lot so yes i agree just and i feel like as believers and as women and as mothers Mm -hmm. um we just have of course the holy spirit and we just have a intuition which at the end of the day is the holy spirit that checks in our spirit intuition that they say we have is really the holy spirit and there was 
not so many guys, but there's a handful of guys that I tried to force situations with before my now husband. And deep down, I knew they weren't the one, but I just didn't want to admit it. I wanted to force it so bad. I wanted it to work so bad. Um, Just because, like I said, I was more, I made an idol out of being in a relationship and being married. So I wanted that more than just being patient and waiting on God's timing and, um, you know, God's perfect spouse for me. And I think back to like, man, what if I would have been with so-and-so now? Like, I'm just like, wow, it's mind blowing. So I would just encourage women, like, if you have a check in your spirit, don't ignore it. Like, we feel that early on. Don't sweep under the rug. Don't ignore it. Um, just be patient. I know it's, people are always like, well, that's easy easy for you to say now that you're a married woman and all this stuff. But I'm like, trust me, I've been there. I know it may seem yeah. easier for me to say now, but God's timing is perfect. And I tell people, if you think you're lonely now, single, imagine being tied down to someone that you're not happy Ooh. with. There's nothing like, nothing worse than feeling lonely, but yet you're still in a relationship. So it's just not worth it man wow yeah it's not not. so just one last thing for you to um just kind of mention so you said that you kind of made like an idol like out of your relationships what got you from that place of idolizing relationships and marriage to just really just being content with just you, your daughter, and, and God. Right, just a lot of prayer and kind of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of entertaining these guys that I knew weren't the one for me. Uh, you know, free dinners and all that gets old after a while. So it's like, uh-huh. you know what? <laughs> like, I could buy my own dinner. I could fix my own food. Uh, I'm just yeah. tired of wasting time and so really just getting in my word and the more and more that you're in your word, the more and more that you spend time with the Holy Spirit, the more and more that you pray and you communicate with God, the more and more you grow closer to him and you just really don't desire anything outside of him. Um, and that's just the point that I got to. And it's funny enough, I talked to a lot of my girlfriends that are believers and that kind of walk that same journey. And it's so funny how it works out because a lot of people I talk to, they're like, man, the moment that I was like, okay, God, I'm like content with you is the moment I met my spouse. So it may not work out like that for everyone, but I hear that very often. So I just think it's something so powerful in God genuinely knowing your heart that you're truly content in him and him alone. Hmm. That's really good. I think on that note, yeah, that's good. I, I really don't have anything <laughs> else to say. That's really good. So just to, you know, um, ladies to kind of just wrap this up and give some key points be patient wait on God um, if you don't feel peace don't move forward with it um, and also just enjoy 
your single season um, because if you don't enjoy your single season you won't enjoy being right. um, you actually may become resentful and bitter but you have to be watchful and be very careful of that so just enjoy your single season take this time one thing I've always done um, and with me I date myself take yourself out um, don't wait for nobody um, <laughs> to right. take you out to places that you want to go. You know, of course, budget, do whatever you have to do, plan ahead of time. But date yourself, spend time with yourself, spend time with your girlfriends, get inside a good community of women who can keep you held accountable and who you can just enjoy life with. But most importantly, just stay at the feet of Jesus and just really remain um, content in Him. Right. Um. Yeah. So I think that was really good, man. This was really good. Thank you so much, um, Courtney, for um, joining us um, and giving us wisdom on today. Um, how can women reach out to you or work with you? Um, if you uh, you're so welcome, and thank you so much for having me. Um, I really appreciate it, and I think it's just amazing everything that you're doing. Um. And even using your current season, although this isn't your final destination, but using your current season to impact others and share with others and just walk through that journey with them. So kudos to you and just keep pushing and hanging there. Um, And I'm just declaring over you that God blesses you with all the desires of your heart in his due time. Um, But as far as how other women can reach me, so my website is CourtneyNWilliams.com. It's just my full name. That's my blog. You can find me on all social media platforms at CourtNWilliams, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. You can find me at that same (laughs) handle um, and reach out to me that way as well. All right, beautiful. And I will also, ladies, I will also include all of her information inside the description um, as well. If you happen to not catch it or, you know, maybe pause it or go back so that you can hear her information. But I also make it easier for you to find her um, as well. And I am your host, Farian Brown. You can reach me at Dear Single Mom Podcast on Instagram and also on facebook i am also a wardrobe stylist so if you're interested in styling services you can contact and reach me at clarion c-l-a-r-i-o-n denisha d-e-n-i-s-h-a dot com to book your image assessment um with that and also just my personal instagram is clarion b underscore that's how you guys can reach out to me if you guys have some topics you want to discuss or you want me to bring on a guest to discuss because i know my grace i know my area of grace i am not grace in every area and so i would definitely um reach out and find guests if you have a particular topic that i know that i am not gracing yet um, for you guys or if you just want to or if you're interested in being a guest you can reach me at Dear Single Mom Podcast on Instagram um, I'm just going to um, pray us out we're just going to close um, I pray it bless you ladies I know it blessed me gave me a few reminders for myself so 
Um, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity, God. We thank you for the wisdom that was shared with us on today. Oh, God, may we not take it lightly or casual, but may we take what we've heard today and apply it to our daily lives of mine to God. And I just pray that even if it was just one lady or one single mom that was touched on mine to God, may you touch her even no matter where she is where she's listening to this right now on my Instagram may she experience your peace and your presence like never before during this season in her life oh my to God for that single mother oh my to God that's in that relationship and she knows she's not supposed to be there and you give her the courage and the wisdom to leave right now in the mighty name of Jesus and may she just be able to sit at the feet with you with grace right now in the mighty name of Jesus for your word says that your grace is sufficient for us almighty God I pray a blessing over Courtney and her family almighty God I plead the blood of Jesus over her her household and her children almighty God and I just plead the blood of Jesus over all of these women who are going to be listening to this podcast or this episode worldwide right now in the mighty name of Jesus oh God I thank you and we bless your holy name I glorify your name in Jesus name amen amen thank you so much Courtney it was truly truly a pleasure we really do appreciate you and your wisdom on absolutely have a wonderful wonderful week all right talk to you later